Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 38 in Be With Me. We're finishing a passage today about wives and husbands. Specifically, we haven't quite finished with the with the husband's part of it. We're in this big context where he's talking about the basis of marriage. And we've been talking about the realities and the roles of husbands and wives. And specifically here, we're raising the bar for husbands in the way we think about and act towards our wives. Yesterday, he reminded us, hey, you love yourself. You take good care of yourself. Well, now she's one with you and two have become one flesh. Therefore, if you love your wife, you're actually loving yourself. He kind of reminds them of this new marriage math that the two uh, have become one, and if you love the wife, you're loving yourself. But then he raises the bar even further than that, and he says, "Love your wives as Christ loved the church." And oh my goodness, that's a that's an ultimate raise the bar uh, situation where he gives himself up for her, he sanctifies her. There's this holiness associated with the word is associated with it, and you're accountable for it. So get busy sacrificing. So. Then he then he kind of concludes this section by reminding us, he goes all the way back to Genesis, literally like the second page of the Bible, and he gives this line. This is from Ephesians chapter 5. It's also in Genesis chapter 2. It's in a bunch of the Gospels as well. And here it is. You know, one passage about marriage, this is it. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one one flesh. So let's break this. Let, let's break this down. A man shall leave his father and mother. So you leave your father and mother so that you can be a new father and mother. You can be a new creation. You have to leave so that you can cleave. Cleave doesn't mean separate. Cleave means to be rolled into a ball like two pieces of Play-Doh rolled together. That's that's what that word means. And you have to make room for the marriage and change your role from son to a husband and daughter to a, to a wife. It's kind of like, hey, man up here, mature up, woman up, step into this new role, step into this new uh, commitment. Now, this is not, you know, this is not easily done. Have you ever talked to, ever see a father of the bride on the wedding day of his, of his daughter? He's watching the second hardest thing that there is, which is his daughter leave. Now the hardest thing would be if she lived in his basement until she's 40 years old. That's that's a worse situation, and this at least gives opportunity to gain a gain a, a son-in-law and, and make room for grandchildren. All the all the blessings that will accrue uh, uh, to her. So it's it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying it's still uh, traumatic. So that's a man leaving his father and mother. Let's make room for a marriage. And then the second command here. Uh, second part of this is hold fast to his wife. And in Matthew 19, when this passage is quoted, it adds a little bit, and it says, What therefore God has joined together, God has joined together, let not man separate. So when you go to a wedding, remember that the main actor is not the bride, the groom, the music, the the, the fanfare, the food. The main actor at a wedding is the Lord, and don't let the pageantry hide it from you. It's that God is there, and God is the God is the main actor. He's particularly present at a, a wedding, 
and, and sometimes you'll catch a wind of it and just fall into worship and awe and, and witnesses. And we see that God is there doing a work that only he can do. Only God can join a husband and a, and a wife together. And this is a new creation, if you will. And he creates this. He creates something that didn't exist one hour before this. So God does this. He makes, God's the main actor at a, at, at a wedding. And this joining is so intimate that from that moment on, you cannot think of the other of one person without thinking of the other person. And from the wedding day onwards, the couple is seen differently. They're spoke of differently. They're they're uh, they're acted towards in a in in a different way. And of course, this joining because it's a God thing, it's not separa- separatable, or at least it's not easily separatable. So you all know that divorce is messy and imperfect and painful and expensive and ongoing, embarrassing. It is a bloody mess. And I didn't get a word of that from the Bible. I just got that from my divorced friends. So why is that? Why is divorce so nasty? It's because you're pulling, trying to pull something apart that was never meant to be pulled pulled apart. So why does it say, the Bible says that God hates divorce. Well, why is that? It's because he loves marriage and he's represented in it and it's his it's his it's one of the ways that he continues to create on our world today you know he creates babies and he creates marriages and then he does some other some you know other stuff in uh, in creation okay so holding fast let's get back to that concept we hold fast so that we hold fast because god holds fast god creates he joins and we want to participate in that so our charge is to hold fast because god holds fast and what do we hold fast to we hold fast to what god holds fast which is marriage so first we hold on to god the charge to, to husbands here husbands hold fast to god hold fast to his design Agree with them. Agree that she's a gift. And then keep uh, holding. Then the benefits, obviously, uh, the two shall become one flesh. There's this joy and pleasure that God sees, and he gives sexual union to the gift of, of marriage. In the He's joyful about the purpose that's intended. He created for it. He gives parameters and uh, a protection and design for this. Uh, and it's a gift to the marriage a covenant. Okay, so in conclusion, let's agree with God on this, husbands especially. Let's agree to his design. Let's allow his sovereignty. Let's make room for God's teaching on this. And then let's admire what he's doing in holding fast a marriage. He made it. He joined together. He's, you know, a help to hold it together. And husbands, let's do our job and hold fast to our our wives. Why? Because God is doing the holding fast first, and husbands and wives, we can help them and hold fast to each other. Thanks for listening.